0: We would like to acknowledge and respect the traditional owners, including the Wurundjeri boy Wurundjeri people, as the original custodians of this land, along with their customs and traditions and their special relationship with the land. It's Sunday the 28th of August, and welcome to The Wind Down, a recap of the week's news produced by Swinburne University's The Standard. I'm your host, Aditi Gutti. Last week, it was announced a gold mine in Starwell is being used to search for dark matter, becoming the only facility for it in the Southern Hemisphere. Claudia Harvey speaks to one of the researchers involved, Swinburne University's Jeremy Mould.
1: I'm Jeremy Mould. I'm a professor of astrophysics at Swinburne University.
2: So what exactly is dark matter and how do we know that it even exists?
1: Well, we don't know what it is. That's the thing that um, uh, that is Uh, puzzling us and is uh, leading us into this uh, investigation, Uh, but we know it exists because um, uh, without dark matter uh, our galaxy would uh, fly apart and um, the uh, universe would look very different from what we know it does uh, uh, appear like uh, in its early times.
2: So universe flying apart, I'm sure it's all very complicated, but why exactly would it do that?
1: Well, the sun uh, rotates uh, around the center of the galaxy uh, uh, and uh, the speed of its rotation is um, uh, governed by the amount of mass that's um, uh, interior to the uh, sun. Uh, When we do that Um, uh, arithmetic, we find there's a whole lot more uh, matter uh, that's um, uh, pulling the sun in towards the centre of the galaxy than uh, uh, we can account for in just plain old stars.
2: And what about dark matter interests you specifically and could you talk a little bit about your work in the area?
1: Well we think it's a um, we think dark matter is a particle like um, uh, a proton or a neutron uh, and, um, uh, but we don't know what the uh, mass of the particle uh, is and so uh, an experiment that um, uh, can uh, detect it, uh, you know, get some sort of uh, a response from colliding dark matter with uh, a target uh, will tell us a whole lot more about uh, what dark matter is.
2: And how do we know that dark matter makes up so much of the universe?
1: Well, um, the uh, amount of um, matter that um, uh, we um, uh, know is uh, keeping the sun in its orbit is um, uh, 80%, um, or rather the dark part, is 80% of the total uh, mass. So. Um, Uh, that's um, the amount that has to be accounted for. There's also um, uh, uh, the opportunity to look back to a time when the universe was very simple and when only uh, dark matter and um, uh, 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 protons and neutrons and electrons electrons existed Uh, and we can do a census of the um, Uh, of those particles um, uh, from um, uh, um, radio astronomy Uh, and that tells us that um, uh, exactly the same thing, that four fifths of the gravitating uh, mass of the universe uh, is dark.
2: And Why is dark matter research important right now and what's the value in having a better understanding of our universe?
1: Well, any time we understand matter uh, better, it seems to uh, produce um, uh, benefits to humanity. So it's not just the uh, quest for knowledge, though that's uh, uh, important when we're dealing with something uh, as much as 80% of the um, uh, gravitating mass of the universe. Uh, But the expectation is that... um, uh, that there would be uh, benefits from uh, understanding uh, uh, dark matter just as there were uh, when the, uh, in the early days of nuclear physics um, when we were learning about the nucleus.
2: Yeah, So I guess the idea is that in learning more about the universe, it can prompt more areas of research and more sort of directions to, to study.
1: Yes, we should be able to um, improve our theories of how galaxies form, for example, Uh, something that um, we're investigating in a very real way with the uh, uh, new telescopes like the James Webb Space Telescope.
2: And you were involved in setting up the Stall Underground Physics Lab, which is a kilometre underground in the Stall Gold Mine. Why is a gold mine the ideal location for the search for dark matter?
1: Well, it has to be underground because we need to be shielded from uh, cosmic rays which are... Uh, raining down on us um, from uh, the upper atmosphere, uh, and which would become confused uh, with dark matter uh, if we tried to conduct the experiment on the surface. It doesn't have to be a gold mine, but um, we were looking for a location uh, convenient for the universities that are involved in this uh, project, which are uh, Melbourne, Swinburne, Uh, Adelaide and uh, uh, the uh, uh, ANU, Uh, and um, the Storr gold mine proved to be the one with the uh, deepest uh, and um, uh, best opportunity to develop a laboratory.
2: And how are researchers going about the search in the the lab? What's involved in the experiments?
1: Well, now we've got the uh, lab built, which uh, has really taken uh, uh, a long time to um, uh, design the lab to raise the funds to uh, build it. We now have to build an experiment um, uh, in which the dark matter um, uh, interacts with uh, a a detector uh, and um, the detector is a crystal of sodium iodide. The dark matter um, uh, excites the nucleus of the uh, target um, um, uh, by uh, collision, uh, and that um, uh, nucleus then decays, emitting a flash of light, and we count the flashes of light.
2: Do you have any guess at how close we might be to finding dark matter or detecting it?
1: Well, the um, uh, experiment that um, uh, went before us, um, uh, an experiment um, uh, in an underground lab in Italy, uh, took um, uh, uh, 11 years to produce a really um, uh, definitive uh, uh, signal. Um, and so Uh, We've raised the efficiency of the um, uh, experiment uh, in the next uh, generation uh, uh, of um, uh, sodium iodide experiments and we expect that we could reach a similar level of certainty uh, to the Italian experiment in three or four years.
2: And if dark matter is detected, what do you think that might mean for the future of physics research or just the world in general?
1: I think um, uh, it'll be, um, uh, first of all, uh, uh, a new chapter in the uh, development of the um, uh, uh, physical uh, model of um, uh, of, uh, matter, Uh, but it'll also impact... um, every uh, uh, part of astrophysics um, which um, in which uh, dark matter is intimately involved such as the formation of uh, galaxies when the dark matter collapses um, uh, uh, first of all um, leading to a, um, uh, a collapse of the um, uh, of the um, uh, protons and neutrons, and the formation of stars. Uh, so, um, uh, in everything that, um, when, in every way in which dark matter is involved in astrophysical theory, uh, knowing what it actually is is going to uh, open up uh, 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 new understandings.
2: Thank you so much for, for coming in and talking about your research.
1: You're very welcome.
0: And now for the week's headlines. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has announced an inquiry into Scott Morrison's secret cabinet positions, including the health, finance and resources ministries. On Monday, the Solicitor General found the appointments to be legal, but that it undermined the principles of responsible government. The inquiry, headed by High Court Judge Virginia Bell, We'll look into the facts around the appointments, their implications, and recommended measures for transparency and accountability. A report is expected by the end of November. The Greens want to freeze rent prices nationwide for the next few years, saying that rent affordability is an issue of national importance. Greens housing spokesperson Max chandler Mathers says the freeze would allow wages to catch up to rent, which he says has grown seven times faster than wages in the past few years. New research also shows that increased rent in regional areas has driven renters away. Labor says they're not actively considering it, but acknowledged that the skyrocketing rent prices have contributed to the current cost of living crisis. Speaking of freezing, winter isn't over just yet, as a cold front is expected to hit the southern states across the next week. The mercury is expected to dip below 10 degrees across the east coast, with the Bureau of Meteorology warning damaging winds hitting eastern Victoria and the snowy mountain region. Shaquille O'Neal met with Anthony Albanese and Indigenous Minister Linda Burney on Saturday as the PM enlisted his help in calling for an Indigenous voice to Parliament. Albanese says the world is watching the debate about recognising First Nations people in Australia and that Shaq is involved in social justice work in his own country. Shaq's arrival in Australia hasn't come without controversy. The basketball star admitted he thinks the earth is flat after noting his plane flew straight instead of tipping over or turning upside down on its way to Australia. That's the week's headlines. Today's episode of The Wind Down was written by myself, Aditi Kuti, and Ayana Osman, and it was produced by myself with the help of Claudia Harvey and Jacqueline Janin. Album artwork is by Emily Lee. You can find us on Instagram at Swinburne Journalism or The Wind Down Swinburne. Twitter at Swin Journalism or on our website, theswinstandard.net.